Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Final Space, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. April Collins. Hi there. And Alex Bonilla. Kill me. <laughs> please please try to make it through the whole podcast before. Uh, it's, it's, it hasn't even been that long. Um, you know, we can- <laughs> That's what the listeners are saying, right? No. This podcast, in a way, is like a serpent god we've been consumed by. In what way? <laughs> in in that, you know, we sacrifice ourselves to the pursuit of talking about animated shows, and sometimes our loved ones are chasing after us, trying to oh, so rescue we're, us. We're the sister? From... Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. We were, I thought we've been turned into into zombies talking uh, in service of the god that is animation. Okay, so let us Not know in the really comments deep. if you think we're this the zombies. This is a lot for a Thursday the, yeah. already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Monday night. Isn't that yeah. um, we're t- That's right. We don't even know what day it is. <laughs> we're talking about the grand surrender. I mean, there's no calendar inside the stomach of a snake god, right. so we've how been, would we We've know? been in here. That's true. Who knows? Um, the grand surrender, the third episode of Final Space Season 2. Yeah, yeah as referenced tonight, it came out uh, Monday night, 11.30 on Adult Swim. Um, and... Uh, uh, we've been talking every week uh, about Final Space Season 2, and we'll continue to at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for us on iTunes at Overly Animated, or Overly Animated uh, Final Space. Search for our Final Space feed. And our YouTube is YouTube.com slash Overly Animated. You can also search for us on Spotify. Um, subscribe to us our future podcast. And also uh, make sure you've seen this episode because we'll be getting into spoilers right away for the third episode of Final Space Season 2. Michelle, what are your thoughts on The Grand Surrender? This episode was like the most perfect episode we've had in a long time. I don't think that's a hot take. That was genuinely how I feel. We got so much good character stuff. Like every joke landed so well. I laughed so much throughout this episode consistently from like every character. Uh, we got a lot of Kevin stuff. That's great. But like, like, like everything was really good. Like, honestly, this is like, if not my favorite episode from the whole show, like definitely one of my top three. I, I just, I was, I was so surprised how much I loved it. And now I kind of wish this, we could just pretend the second episode didn't exist. And this was the first episode after the first one. Like, like this, cause like we get so much good bonding stuff. Like we, we get into some character stuff. Everyone's like interacting with each other in believable, good, interesting ways. I, I just, I love it. It's so, they pack so much into it, but it flows so well. Like, it never drags and it doesn't feel too fast. It's just perfect. Oh my god. I, wow. I love it a lot. This okay. is such a good episode. We're gonna talk about it. Perfect. But I'm says super Michelle. high on it. Yeah. Michelle says perfect. What say you, April? Um, I liked this episode. I really kind of enjoyed the whole like getting to know Ash thing. So that was kind of fun because like we figured out like where her family is and what happened to them and like how she got her powers, which is kind of, I mean, they don't really completely explain that, but I'm not complaining. Um, we just know like what brought it about and that's enough for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree with Michelle that like all of the jokes landed. Um, I actually really enjoyed Kevin in this episode. What do you mean? Actually? god and so like i really enjoyed him and i didn't even like mind the whole like b plot with like nightfall and hugh and like fox like with the intruder on their ship and everything like that like i didn't mind that at all and i was like so this was like a really solid episode for me and i i liked it okay yeah. uh perfect yeah. says michelle <laughs> i liked it says april <laughs> Uh, he said that with a lot of enthusiasm, though. Yes, it was a very enthusiastic. Like I liked this episode. So it's I like would... I liked it versus I liked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, got, I got it. Okay, Alex. Uh, what level? Describe. Say I liked it, and then your level of enthusiasm Don't will tell, tell, what will to tell say. us. Yeah, but if he didn't like it, then I'll be like, I, I liked it. So you did t- give give your enthusiasm level in your delivery of the line. Okay, let let me prepare myself. Uh, that, 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 that. Okay, I liked it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
let me get the negative out of the way first. Last week, you told me that a part of the episode description was Hugh hosts a bachelor party for an unexpected visitor. Hugh is not the focus of that B-plot, so I was disappointed. But with that out of the it's way... Though. They use his room so that and they play the darts for a hot second. Doesn't that sure, count? Sure. <laughs> so he, and he's doing the best he can with his janitor's yeah. closet room. Sure, um, sure. I'm just saying that he was probably third in terms of focus in, in that in that in that, <laughs> uh, in that uh, side plot. But with that being said, Hugh is very funny in this episode. Kevin is very funny in this episode. The uh, the Ash uh, emo- emotional stuff hits pretty well in this episode. And it just, it, it all fits together. I think last week I talked about the show trying to find the balance between be- its uh, its comedy side and its drama side. And I think here it got, it meshed a lot better together. I think in part because we be- we begin pretty much with the Ash's backstory and that carries through through the whole episode and you, you get the the ending of the episode like to tying it all together. So I think that this is a better example of what Final Space can be. And like it's a really fun time all the way through. Uh, as April mentioned, the B plot, well, it's not, uh, it doesn't take that much time. And when you go to it, you're not bothered by it. And that's a bit, <laughs> that's a plus for this show. <laughs> so, uh, all things considered, I really enjoyed this. And I definitely think this is a, a very good bounce back from episode two. We're, we're back on track, I think. Okay. Uh, you ready? My my turn to say I yes. Like it. Okay, I did not like it. What? Wow. <laughs> You're not wow. just saying that to be a troll. You really no, didn't was, like it. It works out because I like taking the opposite stance anyway, just for the sake of the discussion. But no, this is my oh least my fa- this is my least favorite episode what? of the season. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Well, it's good. It's good. Now we can discuss episode. it. So okay, here's my take. Basically, I liked the Ash character work in this episode, and I didn't like anything else. Basically, <gasps> um, but Fox is such a great best man until he accidentally like leads him to his death, and like there's great. so many funny lines. You didn't think Kevin was like on point consistently the whole time? Um, there are funny lines, certainly. I don't even when Final Space is like quote unquote at its worst, which for me is this episode. Like I think two is better. Um, I still there's still funny lines. Like I still I still think stuff is funny here. Um, uh, the, my favorite part of the episode is the fla- Ash flashback sequence where Gary and Ash are like narrating what's happened. That is like really funny, and I really like that scene. Um, but uh, the B the B plot's just like. Um, I agree that it's not doesn't overstay its welcome, but that's just because it gets like a minute and a half of screen time, and it's like barely a thing. Um, so like I, I basically I think the episode just moves way too fast. Um, but I could totally see why. Um, it would be you would be fine with that. Like I like the contents of the episode. I just don't think it was presented well. Um, like the whole serpent god mythology stuff. Like it's interesting. It's just like we just blow past it so quickly. And it, it doesn't matter. Like that's right. not what matters. Ash stuff that matters. Right, and I do think the Ash stuff was good, so I think that that might be the mark of a successful episode, because the thing it was primarily trying to do was successful, so I, I do like that. Um, per, per, you know, there's some, there's, there's like a lot of violence humor in this episode. This is a very, my personal preference thing, that, I don't like that stuff. Um, so the, the gag of like Kevin accidentally killing all those people, like, I like would, That, like, literally killed me. I thought it was so funny. Right, so that, that's, it's yeah. just personal preference. I did, did yeah. not like that at all. Yeah, right. So it, it, it's just, you know, just a difference in um, humor taste, I guess. And there's like three times this episode where they have stuff like that, like Kevin bounces the ball off the dude to kill him and then well that um, that was great and, <laughs> yeah, and then so and at the end they push the guy off and he splatters and uh, all the that's uh, yeah so if you like volunteer then you're gonna lose a lot there that's lying about the seagulls and the rice and it's so it's so good it's such a good closer um okay yeah you can't break me down man this episode is so I'm, not, I'm not trying to not convince you i'm just giving the opposite take here i love that you guys loved it or michelle loved it and then alex and april liked it so i, I love that uh I, i'm glad i'm glad not trying to convince anyone um so i'm gonna focus oh on... wait, i didn't know loved it was an option you just told me to say liked oh, it. That, that yeah. was, you're right you're correct that was not an option that, that was not an option yeah um but uh yeah i it's it's I think that a lot of times like uh 
kind of like amateur TV critics like us will say like the pacing is bad is like a default criticism. Um, and I think we I take pride in us not saying that a lot because um, that means we have deeper criticisms than that. It's a broad point. Uh, that being said, I thought the pacing was bad on this episode. So this oh, <laughs> pacing for like Whoa, what things? amateur hour? I know, right? Uh, everything, everything, everything was paced badly. Uh, what? Yeah. No. Well, like, like, is well, there yes, a thing that went too fast? Is there a thing? Every, that yeah. Went so too everything slow? went too fast. The B plot was uh, it was the guy shows up and in two seconds he's in the room and we don't come back to it and then at the end they just push him off to his death um we if they wanted that to be a thing they should have done more with that otherwise just don't have a b plot no Um, no that's like all there was to it i don't think it overstated his welcome but i feel like i don't think yeah the perfect amount of time for how easy you resolve something like that plus like it got to showcase fox doing something i think he was really like uh, amusing and kind of like adorable being so excited about being someone's best man and trying to do his best and then failing miserably yeah, I, but I having did, his I did like the right one place. moment with Fox yeah the best man I did like that um, and then the, the, yeah, everything else there's just it's just a very complex thing they're trying to do with the serpent and going inside and then the heart and then the riddles I didn't really like the riddle stuff and then um, oh, the oh that, that was, was so funny like, I do like the Kevin knows riddles that's good crazy. Yes. that's good okay anyway so we, we'll, we'll focus we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get the positive stakes now so let's let's uh let's talk uh, ash i think that's the the primary thing like big big character episode for ash that's what they're trying to do um and we learn a lot about her we get her entire backstory i think i want to talk about that first because that's like uh, the most info we get i mean i guess the big plot things we get one of the keys um not that they really reference that beyond the beginning uh it's like oh here's this is a key and then they get it and then um he clarence like eats it and then he's trying to poop it out at the end um i hope he succeeded with that uh that, I think he did. There's a, just a lot of things. Like that was like very quick at the end too. Um, but yeah, th- so we learned that Ash was uh, from this planet, planet Serapentis. Um, uh, G- Gary, Ash says it was supposed to be the greatest day of my life, Gary. That's that's usually the, how the worst day of your life starts out. Um, <laughs> like I said, I really like yeah. this part of the episode. Um, and she said she was forced to watch um, uh, her parents sacrifice her sister Harp. Is that's her name, right? Harp. Yes. The instrument. Yeah. Um, to worth worth it. Um, and that unleashed her powers, her sister being sacrificed. And Gary says, Oh, your thingy thing? Asha. Yes, dude, my thingy thing. Um, I like, I like, I can, I hope that's a thing the rest of the season is the thingy yes. thing. <laughs> and then, uh, she like kills her parents and then everyone else, she says, Yeah, that makes me a bad person, right? Oh, look at me. I'm a parent killer. Watch out. <laughs> the way she says it is so funny. I want to I really want Was this like, like the, improv like, with uh, Ashley Birch and Nolan? But it, it was like too good to have been improv. I don't know. Maybe it was though. It's so good. It could have been improv. Yeah, like the idea of just like having like an argument over a serious montage yeah. is like a good, good yeah. juxtaposition. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. My bad. I didn't mean parent killer in a judgmental way. I know. That's <laughs> even funnier. It's so oh, so good. when you said it's parent killer, movie. you meant great job, Ash. How is that not judgmental? Yeah. <laughs> Good. I think I think it might be the best scene of the season. So even though I think the episode's the worst, they at least yeah. The, I, I just I really maybe are there maybe we'll see other parts you guys also found um, as good as this. But I don't know. I feel like I want more like improv stuff um, like this. Like uh, I feel like the show does that sometimes. Um, and but it's it's if it's hard to do that. I feel like when you're moving really fast. But also the show does succeed sometimes when it moves so fast. Like, so maybe like it's kind of generally a good thing for the. Well, I think also um in the first episode, we commented on like there already being kind of chemistry between Ash and Gary. And I think that that's just an extension in this episode that for some reason, like those two personalities bounce off of each other pretty well. So maybe it's just these two particular characters that yeah, like maybe. have good back and forth. Yeah, I just yeah, think also yeah. just Ashley Birch and Olin are like really good together in their dialogue. Like uh, they, they, they just this the scene and yeah, that episode one scene were also like that was really good, too. Um, so I hope, I ho- definitely hoping for more of that to come. And then, um, they find, she finds uh, Fox and Clarence and that's how, um, she, uh, gets together with them. So, um, yeah, what do we, the, what do you think this tragic backstory for Ash? Or are we not focused on the tragicness of it because of the commentary? I mean, it uh, works. It's still, <laughs> it's still tragic. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's tragic. Like having to watch your sister be sacrificed. Um, and then, like, that's how she got her powers. She was so upset about that. So that's kind of, I mean, that's cool. I wish I could be that upset about things. <laughs> Get magic powers. I wish I could be that upset. <laughs> oh, so to, to, for the for the purpose of getting magic powers. Yeah. What if you purpose. didn't? What if you didn't get magic powers, but you were really uh, upset? Well, you know what? That's what therapy is for. <laughs> 
Wait, why hasn't Asha had therapy? Yeah, she's instead of. Uh, I feel like that's the answer question for every character on TV is like, why don't, why, why don't they just go to therapy? Why don't they yeah. just go to therapy? <laughs> yeah. Because therapy is great. No one understands. <laughs> if anyone, know. Gary needs therapy. I mean, really. But, um, and, and Ash, definitely. Ash, yeah. All, honestly, all of them. Moon and King. you know who'll be the therapist? Kevin. Yeah, exactly. oh, no. yeah, where's Kevin's our scene from therapist. from Gary's imprisonment where Kevin's acting as his therapist? Yeah. We could flashback to that. That would be a really good flashback. The problem with flashing back to Gary, though, is that he was an asshole and now he's not. So, like, you have to yeah. flash back to him. But yeah, that's tough. Okay. Um, I don't want that flashback. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, I, I, we, the, we, I like getting Ash's, uh, backstory here, and then, uh, we, we're, we're on Serapentis, and, um, what do we think of this planet and the mythology and, um, and, uh, the, the serpent gods? It's all, like, very, I feel like very unique for, like, a one episode plot line, uh, plot line here. Um, I'll say that it's, I think you mentioned that you, uh, in your initial thoughts, that you thought too much was going on. We didn't get an explanation for a lot of this stuff. But I think that they give enough of a superficial explanation that I'm like, okay, I accept this. Let's just move on <laughs> Move on with the story. Let's go on. They like, worship the serpent. They get eaten. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't need more explanation it's, beyond yeah, that. And, it's their and religion. It, and yeah. also they have a lot of snake-themed food, which is nice. <laughs> that was yeah. good. Yeah. The snake <laughs> Just don't uh, eat the snake flakes. It, it yeah. kind of gave me vibes of uh, the Nidosphere from Adventure Time or just like a general hellish landscape, you know? Like, uh, that, that, that's always a classic um, dimension uh, uh, location you can go to. So I, I enjoyed the, the setting of this, and I think that they did just enough of setting up what this world is. Uh, it, do- it doesn't bother me. Uh, but it's good enough of a, of a framing for this story. I think I also enjoyed that, like, usually whenever we do this type of, like, I don't know, like, plot where we go visit a planet and they worship this thing and they have to do sacrifices or whatever, it always seems like the mission is to, like, like tear down, like, tear down the veil and, like, expose the god or whatever that is eating them for not really being a god or whatever it is. And so... I really like that, like, we don't even care that they're, like, in a line to sacrifice themselves. Like, like we're just like, okay, well, you guys do you. Get out of my way. Like, it's a good I, point. They, they, they're peop- these people are not saved at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not their job. I, they're not there for that. They just yeah. need to keep. Wait, did they kill the serpent, though? Like, would that help? They, yeah. They did. They did. I mean, But there's also, like, time. other serpent gods, maybe. But was it fictional, the one that Kevin was trying to be? No, I'm know. pretty sure that one was fictional. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, no, I just, I just really enjoyed that, like, we didn't care at all. Like, we just, like brush past it we're like oh these people have been waiting to kill themselves for this god like okay well that's not we don't care like i just enjoyed that I, I, so, I, yeah i really like, like that perspective it's like a big parody of this type of plot line mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think that's that's a, that's a good point um yeah and then also maybe that can, you can apply that to like why does ever and then everyone gets uh like killed by kevin it's like okay yeah. we're, we're literally not only are we not saving these people but these these idiots are, in them. fact kill a lot yeah, of yeah, them. they were already trying to do that so yeah. kevin just helped them do it a little faster but <laughs> yeah, they were they were eight years back in line which yeah uh, exactly get clarified and yeah. there was a cliff right there that they could have just jumped yeah. off like look at that problem solving we're, we're helping <laughs> not not helping not helping. I mean, it helped Kevin get a forever ball out of it. It helped at least one person. Yeah, well, yeah. Michelle, give me your Kevin highlight of the episode. Was it the forever ball? It was everything. <laughs> he was so good. He did have a time. lot to do. Yeah, the, the, oh, I love his line when he's pretending to be the snake goss. He's like, "It is I, Salmonella, goddess yeah, of fortune. Definitely not here to trick you." It's just, <laughs> it's so good, and everything with him guessing the riddles was hilarious. And then, like in the third riddle, when Gary's like, "Okay, Kevin, I know you." You're definitely gonna let us down in our time of need, but like, what's the third word? He's like, well, I don't know. That guy like literally made up a dumb thing. I don't know what it is. And then he kills him by accident again. And just see, killing people by accident sometimes leads to something good. Without that, they wouldn't have gotten the key. So actually, they owe all the success of the mission to Kevin. Kind of, yeah. 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 Saves the day again. 
Michelle, does Kevin kill more people than anyone else on the show? Like, uh, yeah, um, well, that depends on if the Earth is still habitable in final oh, space or not. Are Gary you blaming that on Gary too? I thought we, I thought our whole discussion last week was that we're not I'm blaming not Gary. I'm not blaming that on Kevin, but I mean, Kevin has killed a lot of people in that. I mean, that's again, that's the nice thing about Gary. I will say for this episode, he's like, "All right, let's take a moment of silence." Like a lot of people just died, yeah. and that's not really treated as a joke. It was hilarious, but like he's. Taking the moment seriously, yeah. Yeah. So that's something. At least they they got their five seconds of quiet time to pay their respects. But I mean, I don't really like. I blame Kevin, but I don't hold the murders against him. Look, all Kevin wants to do is get the job done, no matter what. Yeah, he's very like tunnel vision about his goals. Yes. Are we doing a dark Kevin arc? Like, is, is he going to be? I think this is the dark Kevin arc, but it's also like hilarious. So just yeah, buckle dark, up. dark Kevin is still just Kevin, right? Like he can't. Yes. He's, yeah, he's neither good exactly. nor bad. He's just no. he's just Kevin. Yeah, he's just he, Kevin. It, it, chaotic neutral is that is that a thing? I think he's chaotic. Yeah, yeah I think he's chaotic yeah. neutral. He's yeah. Chaotic. Well, but he's trying to help Gary, but I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> he's. He sticks by his programming, and he, like, cites his programming why he's good at riddles, but clearly, like... <laughs> he, I think he, like, uses it when he wants to, but it's at his own right, Kevin discretion. It's like this free will. I don't buy that he's... He's uh, got free will. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what, else, what, what else is Kevin doing? Does that, have we... Uh, uh, he, he, in that whole thing where Gary is, is like, hey, we're a combo, where everybody's, like, fries. Oh, and Kevin, right. Kevin he's just like, like, I'm a napkin! <laughs> <laughs> We're the combo from hell, but still. I think it's an accurate assessment, though, honestly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know why? Because he cleans shit up. Exactly. By clean shit up, he means murders everyone? Is that He fixed the job. It's fine. He still got that ball in the end. Like, at least he got something. If he can't have Gary's love yet, at least he got that forever ball. Forever ball is a totally type of thing Kevin would, yeah. That was its total Kevin gag. (laughs) He was so hot. For it, uh, he's good at bouncing it too. So I'm glad that he got it. <laughs> <laughs> can That's you be good. bad at bouncing a ball? <laughs> yeah, yes, you can be bad at everything. Oh, I think he'd be better with his uh, Kevin body. I think he'd be even better at bounce, bouncing the ball. He can bounce it higher. Yeah. yeah, but higher doesn't true. necessarily mean okay. Um, what? <laughs> What I don't know. What what's the biggest uh, we? So what do we think of uh, the? We're we're inside the serpents, and um, how about the moment when Ash uh, finds Harp, and then little Kato is like trying to get her to go, and then um, Harp is like too far gone, and uh, then they get, little Kato gets out with her. It's great. Yeah, I think it wor- <laughs> it works in the moment. You know, uh, I-, I think this whole this whole story is kind of uh, a common one in in shows. So, like, it's not anything unique by any stretch of the imagination. But I think because of the way that they present it, Ash is uh, uh, already a sympathetic character three episodes in, so we feel for her. And at the end here, we got the good zo- zombie imagery going on and her being distressed. So it, it all works, even if it's not like it- it's not. Not that much of a of a twist on the, this kind of story, but I care about Ash, so it works for me. Yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't think the sister really is the point. The point's like Ash in the beginning of the episode has the space to be like, look, this is why I don't want to go there. And they they don't they don't go to the planet until she decides on her terms that they're going to do it. She's like, I need to know if like my sister's still alive, basically. And she, I mean, Lil Kato, I, I really, like, I know we've been kind of down on their dynamic together. I feel like this is the episode that really redeems it because mm. he, he's a very supportive person to her and he doesn't, like, tell her what to do. He just gives her the space to kind of decide, but also is there to, like, make sure she doesn't die, which is a good friend thing. And it, I mean, so Ash gets closure. Her sister does die, but she is kind of too far gone. And then she, like, explodes into flames. So problem solves. Uh, she's got her closure. That's all she really needs. And then the best part I'd say is when they're back on the ship and she gets to kind of open up to Lil Kato about her concerns and she, she confides in him genuinely. Like, and that's so good. And, and she admits like, you know, like I'm kind of scared that like maybe things could actually be good in the future. And he's like, yeah, it is kind of scary. And it's such a good moment. Like that's, that's just, 
Because I know, like, some people, that they're mad that we're, like, not into it. He's like, what's wrong with them liking each other? But the thing is, th- this is believable. Like, they're talking to each other. They're sharing their history. They're they're forming a bond through, you know, conversations and doing things together. But just being like, ah, you're cute. Like, that's not, you know, that's just... I'm just glad that we have, like, actual substance to this now. Because it was really sweet. And I thought their, their whole dynamic in the episode was great. It's an accurate so, assessment of the YouTube yeah. commenters about us right now. Um, and also, no, I, I, I think the, the uh, yeah, I think that I was about to say the, their moment on the ship at the end is like the, the best part, I feel like, of it's their. It's the strongest yes. their their relationship's mm-hmm. bad. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think this is the most substance we've gotten. I love them talking about hope and um, them smiling at each other. Um, and then that leads into like this montage of everyone, like everyone doing like a small thing. It's like a very hopeful montage for the future after that. Um, yeah, I, I really like that part of the episode too. And yeah, so yeah. the question is, yeah, April, what do you think? Do you think Ash and Little Kato, are you feeling them more after this episode? Uh, yeah, I, I am. And I think the reason why, and to just to kind of like touch on like what Michelle was saying is that their relationship isn't being like forced now, because I think that was probably, or at least for me, that was my biggest fear is that it was going to be like one of those like forced relationships where we're just taking these two characters who happen to be, I guess, in the same age range and like we're just going to make them be together and that's who their characters are going to be. But like we got the whole like Ash backstory thing and then, you know, like we got little Kato like being not like being a supportive person to her versus mm-hmm. just being like, I'm just trying to get with you. Like, so I'm going to make sure that you don't die kind of thing. But like it has, um, like his support and like him being there was just, it felt very genuine. And so I like that they're going to like cultivate this like relationship around like a good foundation versus like, we're just these two characters and we're just going to put them together. Like they're actually forming a bond and it's not, and like, it's real. Like it was a really like sweet and like tender moment. And like, I even had to like, take, take myself back and be like, Whoa, April, you're okay with this. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, cause like sometimes I'll like cling to things. I'll be like, no, it's going, it, it can't be this way. But like, I was like, okay, like, yeah, like I, I can see this like actually happening now. Um, whereas before I was just not in, I was not okay with it. Okay. Yeah, you've, been, I, you've been convinced. I've been I, convinced. Yeah. I think because it's going to be it genuine. Before. It's not yeah. going to be, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's not like, it, it's going to be organic. It, you know, like it's going to grow versus like happening immediately. Like, it's not going to be one of those things where like, oh, he saved me. We have to be together. Like, yeah. Make out with me. That's like, <laughs> that's the big difference I feel between how the Gary and Quinn relationship was handled in the first season, because that one was so, uh, Gary likes her from the beginning. And a lot of the buildup for her liking him back was like, well, he's already there. He already likes her. But hers was all, all like just seeing like, oh, he's actually a great guy. And look at all this cool stuff he did. And, and that's kind of coercive and just super one-sided in terms of, you know, progression. Whereas these two really seem like they're coming from like, you know, ground zero. Yeah. Maybe they think each other's cute, but like that's not really what we're focusing on. We're focusing on like them being for each other, like there for each other and having a solid friendship first and then just letting other things maybe trickle in later. And that's like way more like I buy it, I'm for it, and it feels like way more healthy. So like that's all great. I hope we get more of this because yeah, th- this episode is really strong in that department. And like I'm I totally I don't I feel like I got like a a nicer vibe from Lil Kata too, because like again, this is somebody who's not Gary that he's forming a relationship with, a friendship with, and that's kind of nice because that shows more sides to his character too, which is good because I feel like he's a little more of a character now than he was before. Yeah, that's a great point about Lil Kato. I think it's another strong episode for him. I feel like there's a hot take in there that uh, Ash and Lil Kato already better than Gary and Quinn from last season. Alex, do you, do you think I think that's from Yeah, I think that's pretty defensible at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm going to echo what April and Michelle said that, like, this is a, a this is definitely a, a rebound episode for them. Uh, the ship is a lot more better looking after this. Um, I found that conversation at the ship at the 
Ben to be really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, now, at the end, little Kato makes like a little, like a noise, like, uh, 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 so, or, uh, I can't remember how this noise yeah, went. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah. that was that was weird, right? Like, what, what was, no, he's what was that? No, he's definitely feeling feelings. And I think she gets that. Is, kinda... is that like his vocalization? <laughs> no, he, he's, he's, like, he's like joking he's with her. Seeing. He's yeah. like seeing, and it's cute. And I like that because like, I kind of, okay. I'm glad she didn't smooch him. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I feel like. But that would have been like too soon. Exactly. Because right? the reading of that kind of would have felt like, oh, he helped her. This is his reward. But her, her just being nice and kind of being like, okay, I need my space right now. But like, thank you is like a good, like foundational, like, yeah, you would be thankful. And that's like, there you go. That's like all you get right now. But like, that's fine because you're still friends. You don't know each other that well yet. And him yeah. being excited, like feels a lot more genuine too. So I'm glad that like, I love the squee. I'm really glad that it wasn't a smooch and they just let him be excited. It's a good point. Yeah. They easily could have kissed and that was good. They didn't. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, it was a vocalization of his grinning because they're talking about yeah. let's let, let ourselves be hopeful. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah it's it's like, cute. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was sweet. Um, and th- okay, I'm coming around a little bit because I did really like the Ash and Okada stuff in this scene and then also the montage right after that. So there, there's multiple parts of the episode I was on. So I'll, I'll, I'll rescind my, um, worst. I think it's like about as good as episode two now. We'll see. We're gonna, we're gonna keep, I'm gonna okay, keep, Okay, we'll keep, see if we get further. Like but I'll it. say it, it's, it's about, a, it's about good as episode. But I like that. I like the, two, and so like the fine. thing is with the little Kato and Ash, the difference from episode two is that this episode is consistent in a lot of ways because also at the very beginning we have that moment where Gary is trying to get Ash to tell the story. He she doesn't want to do it to him. Then it's yeah. like, hey, little Kato, you take the rounds. The little Kato is a bit more calm and respectful about it, and that's what gets her to talk about it. So that's also a line that goes throughout the episode as well. Exactly. So it do- yeah. it doesn't feel as opposed to episode two where like you get the twist at the end, but there's no setup done before that. But in this one, you get uh, you have something to build upon when you get to the end with that conversation, uh, along with what happened in the in in the snake's snake god's stomach. So all of that comes together at the end. And that's what makes it feel a lot more fulfilling that that kind of like meaningful conversation. That's a really good point. Yeah. Plus, I feel like this is the first time their their interest and in friendship has been taken seriously as opposed to a joke, I'd say. Because before it was all like, ah, like you're like a cat or like here's this creepy doll. But this is just like straight up serious, like both times, very genuine. And it and Alex is right. Yeah, they bookend it. So it starts with him like kind of being like, oh, what's what's going on? Like, tell me like, like, obviously, you don't want to go this place, but tell me why I want to know. And then at the end, like she's comfortable enough with him to to kind of lay out her insecurities about the future. And yeah, it works because we we set that up at the beginning. So it's not like, wait, why? Sh-? If they didn't have the beginning and she just decided to talk to him, it, it probably would have felt a little weird and more like, oh, no, this is when the romance happens. But it actually feels really fluid and believable. So I think I'm just happy. Yeah. I'm just happy this whole episode <laughs> happened. Okay, okay. <laughs> Good. I, it's and just I, such relief. Like we want to like all this stuff. We want to like the the directions that the show takes it in, and it's just like it's it's so nice to have a relationship to root for. <laughs> it feels like it's earned it. Wow, are we all saying we're Ash and Little Kato shippers now? Are we are we shipping it? Because. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Okay. But little Kato needs a little bit more work. I'm not buying it fully well, okay. on it. Okay, yet. well, I want to. Michelle but. said Little Kato. I want to echo that Little Kato is a much better character now. I think that, um, yeah, he has yeah. good relationships yeah. with Gary and with Ash. And I would say he's about as good as the other minor characters at this point. Like, I don't know if you disagree, Alex, but like, I, I think um, Kato, he's a little boring still, but I think he's, he's, we put in some work and he, he's, I think he's basically there. Yeah, he's definitely on on his way. I'll, I'll give him that much. And like, especially in this episode, he's a lot more interesting because he feels like you know a more respectful person is just mm-hmm. listening out. Like that's a thing that in male characters in this show we don't have a ton of. So I'm fine with that. Now, um, well, also speaking of like minor characters, I I did want to. I don't know if this is the right time to bring it up but like as little kato is becoming more of a character do you guys get the sense that like episodes are better when gary is kind of sidelined no yes that's the other thing i think i wouldn't have liked this episode so much if it hadn't been so about ash's situation and and her like finding her sister her confiding in kato her talking about her concerns gary's very much a supportive role 
Mm-hmm. In this episode, and it makes a huge difference in my enjoyment of it. Not just for that, but that's definitely something I realized the second time I watched it. I was like, oh, it's because Gary's like, he's just there to help out. And and like sometimes he's like in the center, but like he's not running this show right now. And I, I honestly feel like that's a, a way greater place for him to be. Yeah, like, like, I like uh, this episode. Yeah, he was uh, actually pretty fine. And I think that this show has so many funny characters, and also, yeah. as we see with Ash, uh, also characters who are capable of having emo- are capable of carrying emotional arcs. Mm-hmm. That like we don't really need to have Gary as the main character. And I, I think that the sh- because also in episode one, I think I commented on this too. It was that was more kind of an ensemble episode where Gary was technically the main character but because we're introducing so many people so it didn't feel necessarily that way and i think that that's a good direction for the season to take where like where we're fine focusing on the other characters in this group giving little kato more time giving uh, uh ash and uh, and the other guy Fox more more time we can give night we can give nightfall an episode maybe finally so so i think that's that that's just something that stood out to me when I was watching this episode. That like Gary is fine in the times that he shows up in this episode, and I think it's because of the fact that he's not main lead. That as a supporting, he works totally fine, and he's good at what. He, and he like lets off the one liners, and that maybe is enough. Yeah, his one liners honestly are so funny. Like I know, like early on when they're doing the um the the thimbles bonding game, which again. Thimble's body game is superior to the P game. I mean, that wasn't a game, but you know what I mean? Like, they serve the same purpose of getting all the characters to interact with each other, which is a form of bonding. And this is like a duplicate of that, but so much stronger. Like, I love seeing them seeing them do their random ping pong game. That's essentially what it is. It's like racquetball ping pong with Space crazy rules. Yeah. But Gary has this line early on, and he's like, what in the three rings of hell is going on? And just like his delivery is so funny. Like, like he he's really good at one-liners. Yeah, I I, yeah. I I agree with the point that this is more of an ensemble show now thus far this season. I mean, this is like the one-off Ash episode. We'll see if her strong presence continues. I do think Gary in episode two was more of the lead, and I do think he was fine. I think he was strong his 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 dream plot. I am more interested in like the Ash content of this episode versus like the Gary Cookie Dream. But I think like. We'll see. We'll see with more Gary-centric episodes to come, but I do think there's signs from episode two that he we, we, we could improve on his character and have him still be a lead presence while also, like, be that being fine. Um, but I do think the show probably would benefit with more of a spread focus like this. Yeah, um, just give yeah. characters, separate characters, episodes to grow in that case and bring Gary back for main focus. Like, give them all a turn. Maybe not all of them equally, but maybe we could have a little Kato arc the way we were having an ash arc right now yeah and the the thing is we're gonna move to more plotty show now uh, after episode four and like we have to have more of like a a consistent thing happening and i know gary's mom is coming into the picture so i do think we could go back i don't know this stuff that's a huge this is this is public info um to us So this is, this is known information, uh, but I, I have no I have no knowledge beyond that what's what's happening. Uh, but um, so I think there's Gary will be a big. We should just brace ourselves for Gary to be have, have stuff coming. I'll just say that. Um, it's it's fine because Gary's not as much of an asshole as he was last season. That's yeah, true. yeah, right. April, are you are you at least enjoying Gary, the parts Gary does have? Yeah, like I like. I mean, last uh, last episode, I know that I, you know, I remarked, I was just like, oh, no, like, I genuinely enjoyed Gary in this episode, because I did. And like, in this one, like, I enjoyed him as well. So, um, I mean, but, but like, my problem will come if like, because he's the main character. And so if we like, don't do things with our main character, then I'm gonna get frustrated. So at least I'm like, oh, well, if Gary's mom's gonna be in an episode, then obviously we're gonna like have some gary focus which will be nice and again like i think like gary has now earned his time to be in the focus just because he's not an asshole anymore so which makes me happy (laughs) yeah i think i think i'm willing to give what the show's gonna do with gary this season a chance for sure and i think he's been better and i think it's gonna be interesting to see if it succeeds a lot more um more focus for him and i do i do also agree with the point that like um it would be weird if Gary was just suddenly not our main character. Um, yeah. 
They're like, we haven't really transitioned from that. He can be our main character, but not always have the plot be about him. I think that's a pretty important thing. Yeah, which I think is what the season's done so far. Yeah. 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 So we'll we'll see you as we and yeah so I'm not, I'm like what are they going to do if we because we're not really super uh, serialized so far this season but once we get serialized like what how's this going to play in um I think that'll be interesting um we mentioned the thimbles in the beginning I agree this is the same thing thimbles the um, <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily enjoy it that much more than the pissing I mean it wasn't like as gross as it's as like it, I I wonder if we're going to do this like every episode I like at the very say. beginning of. Like, at the very beginning of the episode, we all have to be together in the same room, and then we, like, are like, oh, we have to go do this thing. And we're like, what? And then we get the the beginning sequence, and then we get into the episode. Like, are we going to do this every episode? <laughs> because I don't know if I can handle this. Well, we've been missing the cold opens with Gary floating in space oh talking my God. to you. Oh, yes. So what if this is, like, the replacements? But, uh, Down, downgrade <laughs> no, downgrade <laughs> for sure i think i think again i think once we get more plotty we might tr- transition yeah. away from okay. this um but the thimble it was interesting i guess they're removing limbs part of uh of the thimbles um and then uh and then we we see like Hugh sees ash ash's tattoo he's speculating um about about this and uh we not, not a lot of ava so far but uh gary says ava put, put up a star <laughs> oh map God. ava uh, like, now, now. <laughs> yeah. so i love the sassy ship robot it's such a funny thing yeah more ava where's the yes. ava episode yeah uh, the, the other Ava moment is when Hugh's like, hey, I have my own room now, oh, you guys. And Ava's yes. like, the translation, a paint can in the janitor's wardrobe. And Hugh's like, can you, you let me have this one thing? You can hear the desperation in his monotone, and it's so funny. Like, seriously, all the jokes in this episode, every character, are just so funny. By the way, Hugh is like a lot more um, using like slang in this episode. He's like chillaxing. He's trying to fit in. We're continuing down the path of Hugh now that he's he's not an AI anymore, is just trying to find humanity now. <laughs> exactly. It's his arc for the season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked his line. Uh, this is not slang, but I liked his line about it. It's the worst place for a honeymoon, but the best place for venom soaked viper waffles. Yeah, that was really <laughs> yeah. good. Is it hot in here or is it just you? Doe. Like, I feel like that's his character this season. Doe. Like, that's the summary. Um, He's like dad joke central. Yeah. Yeah. He tells Ash to fix the ash hole. Yes. He's like, yeah, first you need to fix this ash hole. I just like love that the whole ash mix is just colloquially known as the ash hole. Yeah, that was quick, but that was good. I like that. It was good. Um, not not a lot with uh, Clarence, but we do get the return of his oh money compass. Oh my god, the money compass! That was and the first the, note the, I wrote down. And this surprise reveal that Tribor has three. Most important, most importantly, Tribor says, "I have three money compasses." Does that get confusing? Very. When he says that, do we think he's being literal or not? Because I thought he might have been being suggestive. And no, I think he means he has, he, he has three penises. That's yeah. what he means. Okay, wondered about <laughs> the long, the long um, answer to does Tribor fuck? Yeah, three, three times as much as the normal person. But yes, probably. I mean, maybe the lady Tribor is like, maybe it works out. So well, why does it get confusing? Say, do they do horrified. like different things? Like, uh, does maybe. Maybe there aren't enough of his species, and so like he's got like, up ladies is complicated. Okay, Dude, it's a, is it hard to like keep track of the location, or is it? I don't know. Like, I'm just. What, yeah, they, might not, they might not all be in the same place. Actually, that's true. That's true. Like, <laughs> well, also, let, let's think about it. if he's do, if if it's a literal, and he actually does have three compasses that point to money. What if they're pointing no. in three different directions? Because there's money all over the place. That's the key. Is, the one the key is three literal money is. compasses. I think. That's like, that's like the wholesome answer to that question. No, I don't think Tribor... <laughs> it's vague enough. <laughs> Tribor is wholesome, though, it's so I don't know. Okay, more Tribor, please. You only need, like, one line here. It's fine. More money compasses. Um, more money compasses, yeah. Every episode. There was that gag where Tribor called his resistance friends Oh, yeah, okay, in that's right. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, like, that was Richard bad. and Dan. It was, like, that was so funny. Really? Okay. He's like, I'm going to ask a... Richard. Yeah, he's like, wait, who's that guy next to you? Uh, okay, well, call me back later. <laughs> he's like, well, that's a minute of my life I'll never get back. It's so funny. 
Okay, that's good. Yeah, I thought that, like, that's an example for me of, like, gags that were, like, so way so quick. Like, that it was, so it passed bad. me by a little bit. So but, um, okay, that's good. Uh, what, what else do we miss? Uh, the, I think we can go to the B plot, uh, where, uh, <laughs> again, barely, cause at the end it comes back when they're, like, the last scene, but the, there's really, like, one, I think, like, one, maybe one and two scenes where it's, like, Hugh, Fox, and Nightfall, and then this dude comes on the ship. Um, and Hughes throwing, he wants to throw him this bachelor party, but again, that didn't deserve to be in the episode description, right? It like, it's not, it's just not a real, uh, I got cheated and lied to. Yeah. Oh, was, I, I still liked it. Uh, no, it was still fun, but I'm just saying, okay, I wanted, just make, I, you thought he was going to be running that show and it was yeah. definitely Fox. Yeah, so for me, why this didn't work is, like, the dude comes on the ship and Hugh is immediately like, oh, bachelor party. And it's like within five seconds, it's like, what are we doing? Like, what? You know, like that—that that was my reaction to it. Um, it, it was so fast. Um, but I, I do prefer this to dry too much. This, I that—that's good. Um, and Night, Nightfall, yeah, Nightfall and Fox, not a lot to do this season. Fox did have that good one moment with um, oh. wanting to be the best man. Um, and uh, Nightfall is part of the uh, the Ash and Little Cato scene. Um, at the end too. Yeah, I was gonna uh, ask. Yeah. I was going to ask, what are the opinions on Nightfall's first thing of uh, Ash being like, I don't need you mothering me? Like, that oh, I didn't like little, that, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. felt a little weird that we're like, the the two female characters talking right. to each other, the first thing is like, okay, well, like, you're like a mother, you're going to be my mother figure. It's like, it feels yeah, like I, I com- completely agree with that. Like, uh, the, two, the two of the only female characters on the show, and she's like saying, are you going to yeah, are you, it was. It came across very badly. I feel like for I guess, especially in the context of we've had problems with say these types of things from the show before. Um, I mean, the thing is, it's like kind of clunky and awkward. But I think the thing that kind of saves is that is at the end, like Nightfall gives her her space. She 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 confides in Lilcato, but like she she can tell the Nightfall still you know there for her if she needs her, but she's not going to try to like get her to talk to her yet. And they exchange a genuine smile, and to me, they were just like, "Okay, like they're they're gonna figure out their dynamic later. It's not the end of the story." And they they've like made up from that argument they initially had. I do think the argument's kind of clunky and awkward, but I think that's just like maybe the case of there being whoever was writing this one was like, "Okay." What are we going to have their dynamic be? We're not sure yet. We're going to find out later. Maybe they fight a little bit. But because they kind of make up without, like, making up verbally at the end, I just, like, I don't know. It took some of the edge off that weirdness to me, and I'm kind of okay with it at this point. Yeah, I do like the the resolution. Yeah, the resolution's good. I I think it's also just a bunch of Nightfall still not being a character, so it's like... Uh, once we know more about her and she gets to do her own thing again then maybe it'll come back around but just right now because Nightfall doesn't have anything to do it just felt a little out of place um all I just I just thought it was like so, social uh, standpoint off-putting uh, that part too I, yeah, oh, yeah. And I just for your dude just don't write a female character saying stop mothering me to another female character um especially anyway. when she's not mothering her she's, she's just like asking her. if you're okay basically yeah. just unnecessary dialogue like <laughs> sexistly charged dialogue that had no reason to be there basically um yeah and i know it's like they're like advocating for it it was just like the character saying you know but anyway um the, the, any the ending uh then the 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 dude uh gets pushed off and, that, that, that uh, was the best punch punchline to an episode so ever <laughs> and like he's still like talking to her like you think maybe it's gonna be okay while he's falling but then no he just splats into goo all yep. over her dress and face and, and hugh the, the the hugh throwing the rice is like oh, now the birds oh, will yeah. also die and then just I, cut, cut. I lost <laughs> it's like, it it's so funny yeah, it's it's that I think it's the punchline of Hugh at the end, right after the splat. Like it, it all works it. for me. Yeah, yeah, it works really well. And the thing is, like, I know the B plot's really fast, but like Nightfall and Fox genuinely are talking to this guy, and they're giving him advice. Like, seems like maybe there's another reason you're late for the wedding, and then he confides into him. He's like, I, I'm afraid of this good thing happening, and I don't know if I'm ready to be the husband she needs. And they like genuinely support him and pump him up and he's so excited and then fox pushes him too hard accidentally and then he dies it's just i think that's hilarious like we don't need a lot more than that but it's just like 
It's making the characters interact and bond with somebody. It's giving them something to do that's not just slapstick. And I mean, the ending the, is yeah, pretty the slapstick. Ending, <laughs> but it, it works because the buildup is like so whatever. And I don't know. I just, I really liked it. And you had like the best line probably of the whole episode. Um, yeah, for me, like why the, the them building a, the emotional connection up, like just makes it more horrifying. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> like in a bad way for me. Like I like, no. I'm like, disgusted it, but, it's but, admittedly morbid humor and that doesn't work for everybody right like yeah i yeah. did yeah violent like violent gross out like type humor like the, again the three times in the episode all they all didn't work for me this like this this is also a very rick and morty-esque joke i feel you, yes, yes i think rick and morty is like much better at this type of joke but yeah um it might not work for me in that i either love if they did it. all of it <laughs> <laughs> so funny um, that that's that might just be me, though. Yeah, I don't know. I could give a whole speech about how I don't like, uh, but like things like this. But I don't know. It's just, it's just my, my tip, personal preference, or whatever. Um, it, it, this is the t- I, I've ranted about this before, like on our Discord. Like this is, it's, it's, <laughs> it's killing. I, I, don't kill the people for the humor. Like do something. Else. Like you can do other things. I don't know. Um, if, if you give me this or the gross out humor from yeah, episode I two, I prefer this. I, yeah, same, honestly. Well, the same, the same, so that's the same ballpark for me. That, like, do so, like the splatter on their windshield, right? Like, and then this dude splatters on the ground, I feel like. Um, or, like, they're wearing the skin again. It's like, this is a dead person. Like, yeah. So well, it's, the, it's, the skin was, yeah, that, that registered yeah. differently to me. But, like, this versus peeing, like, I absolutely watch a million people follow their desk like thinking Kevin is a salmonella god than like an extended pee sequence fight. But yeah, I, it probably just is a preference thing. You, you know, Wiley Coyote fell off a cliff multiple times. You never mm-hmm. saw him pee on the road runner. So. That's true. That's he true. Did, he did not die. Or maybe he did die. <laughs> he did. He has yeah. a million lives. That's all. Is that how that works? Okay. Yeah. Um, anything else in the episode? I think we covered everything. The old guy telling the riddles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite parts. Like, I don't know. It was like, <laughs> it felt kind of like weirdly animated, but also like that guy in the bridge from Monty Python, Holy Grail. But just like all the riddles were so bonkers and they kept getting super confusing for no reason. And the payoff of Kevin just like knowing it and leaving this guy flabbergasted each time. It's just so funny. Like the pacing was so hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, the guy made like these. Po- I, I like the animation on his poses. I yeah, think, at the end. I think that was good. good. Yeah, again, this I feel like again personal preference. Like I, I didn't like the, those types of jokes, but I don't know. I mean, it's hard to argue for or against th- things being funny. Um but yeah, yeah, I, th- I feel like we haven't talked as much about the, the excellent animation of the show. I think in part because it, we haven't been given as many circumstances for it to be showed off. Um, like we've been we've been in these kind of like one off episodes. Um, well, uh, I think we talked a little bit about the about the setting earlier in this. And like this, the setting is pretty nice, like, yeah. you know, very apocalyptic feeling. That's that's what you want. Yeah, I think the, the the planet and the wide shots of the planet, I think, um, the, the, yeah, the guy's pose is when I noticed it. Also, like, when Hugh's, like, telling them about the planet, and there's, like, he, these little things on his, like, um, his chest or something. Like, is, I don't know, it's detailed. I liked it. Like, there's, like, little uh, rep- image representations of what he was talking about. Um, but, yeah, the show's still very well made, and I am eager to see that shown off to a higher degree in future episodes, I would say. Um, I agree. It, it like the show always looks good for me so yeah. and i guess maybe like i just don't compliment it enough but because i don't know <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I, get like, really re- I get wrapped up in other things <laughs> no but like we haven't had like space battles yet or yeah. i feel like that that's when the show shined last season and we just haven't gotten that yet so we'll get it soon i think yeah we'll get it we'll get it soon um april any anything we didn't talk about or final thoughts no, we, we we covered everything. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you like it. We're okay. I'm bringing it full circle there. Yes, it. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I obviously. could tell you did. On- <laughs> Michelle, the final thoughts. Uh, the emotional montage moment at the end was really good. Um, I think one thing I really appreciated about it was that we. It, to me, it still feels kind of forced when, like, everyone gets together to give a rousing su- supportive speech to one character. Like, we did that with Little Kato. We did it 
with Carrie multiple times. We did it with Quinn. But the thing that's great about this is like it, it shows everyone having their own little intimate moments with maybe like one or two other characters in different parts of the ship and just like having some downtime that feels like real legitimate. And um, it, it works really good emotionally. There's really good music playing. We, we see everyone involved in different activities. And we even have that nice moment with Gary when he's like holding the cube and he's like looking out in space. And it's, it's ambiguous enough that maybe the through line of him feeling guilty is valid. Maybe he's sad about Quinn. Who knows? But the fact that it's left open-ended, it's like, good. He's thinking seriously about something. Like, Thank you. I'll take it. Good, good job. So I, I think that's a really good kind of underrated moment, but I really like it. It, it, it That's the kind of emotional stuff that I think like works really well um, and kind of sets the show apart from other shows. Like I do think it's very interested in doing emotional highs and comedy, like both. Um, and I think it worked really well here, even though again, like, well, actually maybe the, the balance of the episode is more like 50-50, like with Ash's stuff. Like, there are a lot of jokes, but her stuff is pretty consistently serious, her situation um, with her sister and her backstory. So maybe that's part of the reason it feels really good at the end to have that little moment. But I think it's really good. I want to see more stuff like that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I do think it's what makes this show unique. Um, And uh, it's it's yeah, we've been talking about the balance. And um, yeah, Alex, any thoughts on that or final thoughts on that episode? Okay, uh, first of all, you said that each character gets an intimate moment. Clarence is on the toilet pooping out a key, That's, so that is intimate, a very right? intimate oh, moment. Intimate moment. His body, an intimate moment, pooping. <laughs> very okay. intimate. Okay, yes, yes. The ba- the bathroom is, in- is intimate for all of us. Um, second yeah. of all, Mooncake in this episode. Oh, I forgot the moon, Mooncake. Mooncake. Mooncake cuddles uh, Ash. Yeah, and- yeah that, that, that's Mooncake's yeah. moment. Chocolate. The Chocolate. Like, it was the, that was the cutest thing. Like, uh, okay. That was- yeah. He clarifies the amount of time that the people are yeah. in line to kill themselves <laughs> yeah. also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight, what? Uh, hours? No, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Mooncake uh, probably needs... He's. I, I want more mooncake. I, I have a plush of him in in my room, and I need more. I need more mooncake. More mooncake uh, plushes. I, I agree. We need a new mooncake plush. Yeah, that too. Yes. Just give me a, a new mooncake plush, a bigger one. Uh, the yeah. one that I have J- right Jumbo, now is like the Jumbo. size of my head, but I'd like one that's kind of like my stomach size. You know, that I can like sleep on it. Um, anyways, as big uh, as Finally, a public service announcement. While the end of the joke, uh, the end of the episode's joke is very funny. The at, uh, according to Snopes, it's not true that birds will die from eating wedding rice. Okay, so don't worry about it in real life. Obviously, you what still. What about normal rice? I thought it did kill them. No, it doesn't actually. Yeah, it's like it's a really? lifestyle. Yeah, that, that that's a myth. And actually, bir- according to this article, bird seed expands more than rice. So if because usually wow. the reason is like rice expands in their stomach, but if that was the case then birdseed would also kill them because birdseed also expands in their stomach so uh you you are fine with giving rice to birds but obviously if you're having a wedding rice is very messy right so uh, if you're more worried about like the cleaning part obviously then don't throw the rice but if your only worry is the birds then don't worry about it you're fine alex says you're fine go for it okay yeah alex says do it do it (laughs) Yeah. You tested. Um, Alex approved. <laughs> yeah, I feel very sad having to say that he was wrong about something, but he was. He was being sarcastic. He was, he was wrong fine. about murder. I like that's an okay thing to be wrong about. Yeah, yeah. Be more. Be, be on the cautious <laughs> side. Okay. Oh wait. Okay. Can, let me ask for a hue plush. If the, if anybody's listening, can oh I get a hue plush? Please make Kevin. No, no, no. Kevin should be first Kevin priority. First. I, I saw. I saw Kevin plush. Yeah, I, I saw got. Kevin wait, plush did, on did Twitter. Wait, no, no, no it, really? I think it was, no, but it was it was like a crew thing. Like it was a one off. Like for the yeah, crew. Or that hurts my heart. Maybe they're extra they to, ones. But <laughs> maybe maybe wait. Maybe Owen said it's coming soon. I don't know. But yeah, we would have to find out if yeah. they have them. <laughs> like, it's office. We're definitely not out yet. If, if it's out, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we need the Kevin merch, obviously. Please, please sell him. Okay. Kevin merch, Mooncake merch, Hugh merch, please. Tribor. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, next, next week, the other side. Um, 
Olin has been hyping this episode. He says it's like his favorite of the seasons. So. Okay, I don't tell me that. I don't want to like disappoint anyone. This is, a, cla- this a, this is a classic <laughs> Olin move in ranking his the episodes before they come out. Um, I really like that. It's no other creator I've ever seen has done that. Um, and <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to be objective if you know an order that somebody already has. You just have your own opinion. It's fine. We just uh, we we didn't. He I think he ranked something last season that I didn't agree with. Was the you know we have our own ranking. Um, we, 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 but anyway, this is a anticipated episode involving other dimensions. So it's gonna gonna be good. So the other side next week. Um, tell us what you thought of our thoughts on this episode, the Grand Surrender, which is I feel like a very weird name for this episode. By the way, um, I no, guess like it's a. Surrender of the snake oh Right, they, no sur- they surrendered to the snake to get yeah. eaten, but that's like a stretch for me. Surrender of feelings. Yes, because she oh. is able to let go of her. Oh, so it's one of it's a, a lot. Of, so the most common episode titles when they try to have it mean two things. Um, so it's like when they surrender the snake and also the surrender of her. Of her. Okay, okay. Yeah, I see that. I like that. Um, Tell us what you thought of this episode. YouTube comments. Um, complain why we didn't like uh, Ash and Loyal except we did this time. So complain we did that we this did. Time. Complain that we yeah. did like it. And then complain also, that we're flip floppers. Right. Yeah. That's. I think that'd be valid. And then, uh, tell. Yeah. Other thing. Other thoughts. Of the episode. Of what you're looking forward to this season. Um, our website as well. Overlyanimated.com or a Discord. Overlyanimated.com/slash/discord. Um, and can des- consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Sam, AK Suitcase Sam. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, um, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Um, check out other stuff at overlyanimated.com that we've been covering, including Young Justice, which is back. Um, Excited about that. Another adult show we're covering and for continued Fruits Basket coverage and some other stuff coming up this month as well. Find all that at overlyanimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.